The War on Father Christmas, a Mrs. Claus story. Episode 2, O'Tannon Bomb. Dateline the North Pole. Santa's stronghold has been invaded by a group of highly trained mercenaries, apparently led by Krampus. Yes, this Christmas myth is real and really dangerous. The status of Mrs. Claus, Kuma, Lyric, and the elves are currently unknown, and Krampus has Father Christmas tied up on the conveyor belt of his doll assembly line. What could he possibly want with him? We join our heroes, and villain, already in progress. Krampus, you're... Alive? Back after being stranded in the outer rim of the galaxy for 200 years? No, you're... In control of the North Pole after invading your icy sanctum, looking over my bound captive? Uh, No, Krampus. Your... Your breath, it's just awful. Have you been gargling slag from a sulfur pool? (sighs) Insolent as always, Santa. But joke all you want. It won't get you out of this. The North Pole is mine, and soon this planet will be, too. Oh, I wouldn't be so sure. I know a few people who might have a say about that. Who? Your lovely wife and that ugly pet she keeps around? And then there's that cursed bear. No. They'll be taken care of. And you're all by yourself here. Oh, so they haven't been taken care of yet? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I didn't say that. I heard future tense, meaning you haven't killed them. (laughs) That's a big mistake on your part. Blast these translation implants. Believe what you want, Santa. Mrs. Claus and her friends are dead once my men find them. And then these Alphamorians, this base, and the planet's people will be all mine. Then why keep me around? (laughs) You have me tied up. Why not just put a plasma slug through my skull and be done with it, you withered bug? (laughs) I thought you were ugly 200 years ago, but time has been quite naughty to you. (laughs) Because of you! Because you two left me to fight for oxygen and battle radiation in the cosmic recesses while the thought of revenge compelled me to survive. And I did. Eking out each minute with pain determination. And now that I'm here... It's all worth it. <laughs> Hopefully with a better plan than last time. Not one of my finer moments to be true. Honestly, I never planned on kidnapping Earth's children. It just sort of fell into my lap. I came here following you. Ah, my fan club couldn't live without me, I see. <laughs> you two were the most formidable duo in the galaxy. I've never seen such terror and fury rain down on so many now-extinct races by just two warriors. Your arrival on planets were portents of the coming blight and destruction. No, you act like we committed galactic atrocities on a humbug. We stood against the tide of evil and only used violence after all other avenues were extinguished. A nice little lie you told yourselves. 
but quite different from the tales that grew from your exploits. Ah, if our enemies used us as the boogeyman in their stories, if it deterred one person from the path of villainy and destruction, then our job was done. So when I heard that the Crimson King had laid down his weapons for a life of <laughs> philanthropy, I had to find out for myself. Surely, it was a fabrication by those seeking to weaken your myth and strangle hold of terror. And what did I find? And what did I find? Hey, yes, well, what I did find was the truth. That you had given up your galactic do-goodery for a simple life helping simple life forms. These primitive bags of meat. Until I looked at them closer. And I understood. Though they lived short lives, they burned bright. And their potential to destroy one another with the simple means at their disposal. I knew what you saw in them too. Yeah, it was nothing like that. Whatever you say, Santa. Maybe I was just ahead of the curve. It was your strict moralistic duality. Naughty and nice. Such absolutism. Be nice and be rewarded. Or be naughty and be punished. I recognize this as the same story we and other races told our young at night. Only now, you were personally overseeing that myth on this planet. To what end? I dared not guess. I only knew I had to get there before you did. Oh, if that's what you thought, then you are truly lost. On the contrary, I found myself right here, right where I'm supposed to be. But speaking of which... Perhaps I should make sure the rest of my group is where they're supposed to be. Excuse me. Oh no, that, that's just a candy cane. I... <clears throat> Meanwhile... Sorry. Meanwhile, Lyric and Kuma traverse the corridors of the North Pole, making their way back to the rendezvous point when things go tinsel up. But... The journey is long, and anything could be hiding around the corners. Wait. Okay, coast is clear. Let's go. I am being careful, but we need to hurry. The alarm went off five minutes ago. We have to get to Rendezvous Noel. You know I don't. We're both going in there blind. Fine. We'll be careful. Ish. Fine. You were right again. I heard that too. Okay, slow and steady. We go two-tier delta. You go high, I go low. Suddenly, our two heroes are barraged by a storm of invisible punches. Swinging wildly, Lyric and Kuma try to fight back unsuccessfully. Yes, I can see that they're cloaked. Okay, ow! can't see that they're cloaked. Quit the semantics. Just swing away. Surrender now, and this will all be... Ow! 
Still clutching the bag of Sarangian flour while being ambushed, Lyric throws it into the air and blasts it. The rare milled grain rains down around them, coating three previously cloaked figures. Now you're all in big, big trouble. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) There. That's the last of them. Why didn't you guys just shoot? You would have saved yourselves three headaches and everything else aches. Because he wanted you alive until we brought you to the greenhouse. What's at the greenhouse? <clears throat> You'll just have to find out. Hey, no, spit that out. Bad bounty hunter, bad bounty hunter. Dang it. Too late. Cyanide capsules. Should have known. Check the other two. (sighs) Well, don't worry about tying those last two. What a waste of good flour. Come on, let's get to the greenhouse. If they trampled my begonias, so help me. (laughs) And your azaleas, too. (laughs) Yes, I know Mrs. C would want us to get to Rendezvous Noel, but the flowers... (laughs) Okay, sure, but if no one's there, we go straight to the greenhouse. I hate being reactive. I'm proactive. Emphasis on the pro. (laughs) Huh, you know you loved it. Let's go. On the other end of the North Pole, two mercenaries set the greenhouse with explosives. The tied-up body of Mrs. Claus lies on the floor unconscious. Krampus is in conversation with one of the mercenaries over their transponders. Yes, sir. Uh, We understand it. And we have Mrs. Claus here. Good. And you have Lyric and Kuma, too? Uh, uh, well... mm. The girl and the bear... The two others on the dossier marked as vital for capture before the detonation. They weren't in the room. I was on Mrs. Claus' duty, and I secured her. Yes, I was there. But your job was ensure capture of Lyric and Kuma as well, whether you or any of your men carried it out. How did you let a literal 500-pound polar bear slip through your team of highly trained bounty hunters? Because its white fur provides natural camouflage camouflage in the Arctic terrain? Really, it was Corzon's fault. Pacabo, please hand me over to Corzon. Yes, Grimace, uh, sir? Corzon, shoot Pacabo. Wait, what? Yes, and the neurotoxin will keep her subdued for another 20 minutes. Good. Let's set the detonators and go find Lyric and the bear. Bring them back to the greenhouse before the explosion. Leave Huckabo's body, too. Right away. Uncle's on. If you fail me, you should probably make sure you're in the explosion. It would be a kindness compared to the agony that I will put you through. Yes, sir. I mean, no, sir. I, I mean... Just get it done, Cozon. 
promised me. Okay. Okay, Corzon. This is it. The promotion you've been waiting for. Don't screw it up. Let's see, Mrs. Claus? Check. Still out. Okay. Explosives. My time to shine. Let's see where to place them. <laughs> I'm planting explosives. I'm gonna make this place blow up. Little did Corzon know, whistling as he worked, that the unconscious body on the floor was opening its eyes slowly. Careful not to move, Mrs. Claus takes in the surroundings, wincing through the post-toxin headache. The knockout gas, while effective against elves, was less so against the superior metabolism of Mrs. Claus. Eat your vegetables, kids. She could feel her wrists and ankles tied, but not tightly, as they were hastily done during the attack. With a few swift, quiet movements, our hero was ready to strike. There. That should do it. Okay, Corzon. You're about to regret tying me up and invading my home. Just a bit closer. Suddenly, before Mrs. Claus can pounce, two small blurs run past her, jumping on the mercenary. Hey, what's going on? Ah, got him. Yeah, never stood a chance. We still got it, Vixen. Good thing he took the other one out, but we still could have taken them. Mercenaries, so predictable. How does Mrs. Claus look? Like she was just denied a chance to get her hands on a dirty invader, but... Thank you, Donner, Vixen. I'm glad you're okay. You too, Mrs. Claus. Need help up? No, thank you. (sighs) Is everyone else okay? We don't know. The attack happened so quickly we haven't had a chance to check. We took out one of the mercs in the holly corridor, so no doubt en route to the security substation. No doubt. And overheard some talk about the greenhouse, so we ran over here. You two should be at the rendezvous point or the panic room, but thank you. You haven't come across Santa or Kuma or Lyric? No, ma'am. We keep trying our comms, but... They've been dead since the initial attack. Yes, mine too. Hopefully they're okay. If Krampus is behind this, no doubt he has Santa and is hatching some kind of plan. For him to have orchestrated an attack on the North Pole and disabled security and our communications. I don't know what he's capable of, but we must be ready for anything. So what do we do now? Regroup at Rendezvous Noel. That's standard emergency protocol. Once there, we'll figure out what to do. And how to kick this interloper out of our home. But what do we do about the explosives? The timer shows 15 minutes. I don't know if we can disarm them all in time. We have to leave them. Lyric won't be happy about this, but as long as Krampus thinks things are going smoothly, that buys us more time. Grab their guns. I'll take his rifle. What do we do about the mercs? Leave them. They knew the risks of invading this place. And dragging them will only slow us down. As you command. On me. Double time. Mrs. Claus, how did did Krampus survive? I have no idea, Donner. But he did. And now that he's back, he's dangerous. And he's bypassed our security. Yes, no small feat. But we have to assume that we're all still in grave danger. Santa more so. 
Mrs. Claus and the two elves, Vixen and Donner, run through the North Pole, quickly making their way to Rendezvous Noel, the fallback position whenever emergencies happen at the North Pole. Granted, this was the first time it would be used, but this is why we have drills, people! Ever vigilant, Mrs. Claus keeps an eye out for mercenaries. Tango 1. Neutralized. Nice shot. Thanks. Grab his gun and transponder. Keep moving. Mercenaries like that one. They make it to the rendezvous in five minutes, but no one else is there. Where is everyone? I'm sure they're on their way. Lyric. Kuma. Santa. Mrs. Claus. Who's there? Rudolph, is that you? Yes, Mom. Good to see you. Are, are you okay? Hurt at all? No. Once the explosion happened, I hid in a service duct when the first wave of mercenaries did a sweep throw. Coward, you should have fought. With what? Sharp words? Would a verbal assault be any match for their guns and armor? Even taking one down. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you, Vixen? Enough, both of you. Rudolph, you did the right thing. How many of them were there? Uh, three. They looked to be on their way to security outpost Cherry. Lyric and Kuma would have been close to there. I didn't see them or anyone else. Sorry, ma'am. You're here and okay. But there's no more hiding. Here, take a pistol. You're going to need it if we meet any other mercenaries or when we find Krampus. That endosymbionic scum is about to feel two hits. The second one will be my fist to his ugly face. What's the first? This. What was that? The greenhouse. His henchmen set the explosives and they went off as expected. But I wasn't in there. That's unexpected and should buy us a few minutes. We'll give Lyric and Kuma five, then we find Krampus and Santa. How are we going to do that? We'll worry about that in five. Everyone, check your magazines. We're not going in half-cocked. Yeah, full-cocked. Krampus won't know what hit him. Krampus knows exactly what will hit him, and I'm counting on it. Game faces, everyone. Our heroes separated. Will they regroup and stop Krampus in time? What fate awaits Santa? And will Lyric take the news of her detonated begonias well? It's beginning to look a lot like we're halfway through our story, so all these questions and many more will be answered on the next episodes of The War on Father Christmas, a Mrs. Claus Story. <laughs>